Welcome back to the Work Me Hot podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, and today I'm joined by Diana Stafford. Diana is the owner of Mota Magic, a Chicago-based Latina-owned brand creating handcrafted CBD skincare products to encourage self-love, kindness, and compassion for ourselves and each other with intention and herbal magic. Like so many of us, for years, Diana lived her life in survival mode, working for over 15 years in a strenuous healthcare career, taking care of her family and keeping it together for everyone around her was taking a serious toll on her mental and physical well-being. This inspired Diana to embark on a lifelong path to healing and self-love. Among her initial discoveries, she found sanctuary in an unlikely place the safety of her own bathtub. She began putting her growing knowledge to practice and found in pursuit of her own healing, she can help others heal themselves. So I'm super excited to have her here on the podcast today. Welcome, welcome, Diana. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, I am so excited to have you here on the podcast. And before we get to know Diana's business journey and a little bit more about her, I want to get to know Diana a little um, a little more astrologically, like we like to do here on the Work Me Hot podcast. So she was kind enough to share her sun, moon, and rising, what we call our top three. So your sun sign is what most of us know our birthday. So that's your identity and where you shine. And Diana is a Leo sun. So Leo's sons are normally known to be loyal, confident, creative, a very distinguished feature for a Leo son or rising to me, honestly, has always been something about the hair. And even <laughs> that I see right now that you have like cut it short, it's still there. There's like, always like a, like a lion, like a lioness (laughs) or like, it's like a beautiful, like untamedness about it. You know, like there's just, there's just Mm -hmm. something. So I was like, I remember I saw when your birthday came up on your Instagram, I was like, yeah, she's a Leo. I was like, oh yeah, the hair, I could see it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And so her moon sign, which your moon sign rules your body and your emotions. She is a Scorpio moon. So these moons are definitely more of a known to be intense moons. They can seem have that mystery to them. Very captivating. Like um, the Leo sun, they can be passionate and creative, but sometimes it can come off maybe as secretive about the emotions and ambitions. Um, I personally feel like a lot of times Scorpio moons can just kind of maybe be like a difficult placement. Um, But also I feel like people with a moon and Scorpio and for you, especially, I feel like this is where maybe a lot of your work comes from. And especially when you talk about like that healing and cause like whenever like the moon is in Scorpio, it's usually, it's an intense one when it comes to what I feel like our emotions. And mm-hmm. cause a lot of people aren't comfortable with releasing exactly. their emotions. So it's like that discomfort. So I feel like you've definitely worked with a lot. And I feel like I see a lot of that in your work. So going through your placements, I was like, Oh my gosh, a lot of this makes sense as to what you're doing, which is why I love to get to know people's astrological placements and how that kind of plays into their life and everything. So the last one is your rising sign. So that can be your motivation for life. And hers is a cancer rising. So cancer risings are very compassionate, empathetic, and loving, very sweet people. So it's kind of like that cancer rising with that Leo sun. It's a sweet little Leo kitty cat, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, when I had my uh, my readings done um, from an astrological reader, and she was going through my birth chart, and she was saying like, you know, Leo's fire, um, Scorpio is water, and mm-hmm. then the other one was fire. And so she's like, but I have a lot of fire, mm-hmm. but I also am very emotional. So it mm-hmm. kind of like balances each other's out, balances each other out. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I love it. I love it. Okay. So now that we've gotten to know you a little bit more astrologically, tell us about yourself, where are you from? And, you know, as you mentioned in the bio, like how did you get into a healthcare career and what was that like aha moment that transitioned you out of it? Oh my gosh. Um, so I'm born and raised from Chicago or in Chicago, um, originally from the North side. Um, and I moved a lot of places. So I lived in like a lot of different neighborhoods. Then I, you know, graduated high school and, or was graduating high school. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to make money? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you know, just, to, just to get a job. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, all I knew was that I liked science and I liked helping people. So I was like, oh, healthcare, you know? So that's kind of like how I got into healthcare, um, an x-ray program. Mm. Um, because I like working with my hands, obviously, right? Mm. 15 years after healthcare, it just, you know, weighs you down. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like in the clinical part of it, not like the, you know, uh, administrative and stuff like that. I had my son when I was, I'm not gonna say how old I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <of> the year. <laughs> um, about six years ago, I had my son. And um, before that, I was always like a, like a hustle, 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 like, you know, working all the time, um, like just, you know, very ambitious and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then once I had my son and I was never the one to like relax, like, mm. you know, and take a bath and things like that. I was like, always on the go, 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 go. So then I had my son and, um, that changed everything because it literally like knocked everything out of me, like energy wise, um, emotionally mentally it was just like it was such a huge transition for me I started going back into therapy and things like that and um I just started taking baths and um I got a hold of some like CBD oil or something and I put that in my bathtub with like Mm -hmm. a bath bomb because I used to make just regular bath bombs yeah it was amazing it was the best bath I've ever had (laughs) (laughs) that's how it kind of started the whole CBD bath bomb. Mm-hmm. And then I just transitioned into like um, a healing bomb, which is like for pain and things like that, because I was having pain. And mm-hmm. I, I saw like, I was inspired by this video that I saw on YouTube, of course. And I was like, Ooh, that looks good. So then um, I started like, experimenting, like, you know, my own little ways, like, Oh, let me change this. Let me change that or whatever. And, um, and I used it and it was amazing. And then I started giving away to other people mm-hmm. and, um, same thing. They were just like, Oh my God, this is fucking amazing. Like, so then, you know, I, I got the idea or somebody was like, some people were telling me like, you know, you should sell this, you know, mm-hmm. like you could probably make a business out of this. And I'm just like, I don't know, you know, like it just seems so much work, but then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started doing pop-ups ex- like exactly a year ago from like yesterday oh wow (laughs) Um, yeah like exactly a year ago a friend of mine she was just like 
oh, you know, she has a hair salon. So she was like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to be in like uh, this fest. You know, if you want, you can like display your products and things like that. And at this time, I didn't have a logo. I didn't have anything. Like all I had was my products. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, so like she gave me like a five week notice. And oh my God, that was like so freaking stressful. Like then I started realizing like, oh my God, this shit is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought it would be easy. Mm-hmm. But then I started like doing all this work and just, you know, looking more into it and things like that. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so, do I really want to do this? You know? Um, But, you know, obviously I stuck with it. And um, so I had my first pop-up and then it kind of was like, oh my God, this is fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it was completely different than like my, my, my normal job, you know, dealing with patients all day long, like. Mm -hmm. I liked that I was meeting new people and I was talking about something that I like, you know, which is DVD and, you know, things like that. Um, and then plus it was like, we were kind of like, just, you know, we were locked up for like two years or something, mm-hmm. right? Like for the pandemic. And usually I'm a very, like, I keep to myself. I'm a very quiet person. I'm an introvert, like, like to the T I'm an introvert. And a lot of people get the wrong idea because I'm a very, very quiet um, what do you call it? Observant person. Mm-hmm. So I like observe and I'm really quiet, you know, That's Scorpio um, moon. but so Scorpio this was moon. like completely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people get the wrong idea, but you know, once you get to know me, it's like, oh yeah, like, that's, that's not you at all. But, um, and I, I, so I was like, just excited to meet people and like, and to spread the word of like what I'm making. Cause I was like, so proud of it and stuff. So I started doing pop-ups like once a week, once every two weeks after that. Like I was like, oh my God, one more pop-up. It was like an addiction, Uh you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I know you've done a lot of pop-ups. So, but like at first it was like an addiction to me. It was like, oh my God, I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more, you know, like, cause it was so fun. And you just see your business growing kind of like your customers growing too, no? Exactly. And so like, I met so many people that like, you know, I met you, I met um, just, you know, so many people. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of got like addicted to it, but then, um, and I did pretty good for the holidays you know, even though it was like super stressful, but I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not going to give up. Like, I'm not a person to give up. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, got through that. And then I just burned myself out. Like I was so burnt out that when spring came. Cause were you doing this with your full-time job or just like, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm just like, oh my God. And then I'm like, I wish I was like 10 years younger because I would totally be killing this, you know, like. No, you still be burnt out no matter what doing all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I wouldn't have a kid. So I feel like I would have had a lot more energy to put Mm -hmm. into it, you know, and, um, and me, I like to do, you know, I'm not a patient person. I mean, I I, I am, but I'm not. And I wanted to like, I just wanted to grow this big business, I guess, you know, and just like have all these orders and, you know, and just doing so many things to try to like grow my business really fast because that's just, you know, I thought I could do it. <laughs> and um, yeah. And I, I found out really quickly that that's not how it's done. 
and I was missing out a lot on like family and like my son, you know, he plays baseball, he's in different activities. Um, so, so I've slowed down on a pop-up thing for now. Mm-hmm. No, but like, that's, I mean, I feel like that makes sense. Kind of like when you kind of started it too, you know, like having your son, having a child, like a big part of you kind of gets taking up, you know, big part of what you could taking care of yourself is now taking care of someone else. So it's like, where's the time to take care of yourself? So something as simple as, yeah, I took a bath. I took some time for myself and it felt amazing, you know? So yes, yes. And, you know, and before I had my son, you know, I didn't have a child. So it was just me. So I was Mm -hmm. so used to, you know, I would go to the gym three, four times a week. I would, you know, I used to run. I used to like, I had so many things that I would do, you know, I would, yeah. <laughs> like I was eating really good. And like, I was just in a really good, like physical um, state of mind. Um, and then, so once I had my son, like, like I said, like it just literally knocked me out. And, um, and I had a really hard time transitioning from like, okay, what about me? Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody around me is like, oh, it's about the baby. It's about the baby. It's about the baby. And it's like, what about me? Mm-hmm. You know, so like I struggled a lot with like becoming a mom and, um, you know, I had postpartum depression um, and I started seeing a therapist, got back on like medications and stuff. And so, yeah, so taking a bath. Yeah, it was a huge thing. It was like, mm-hmm. oh God, I'm taking care of myself. And not only that, but I was able to like process a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings and stuff that like for so long I've pushed you know and swept under the rug and you know just try to run away from it because usually when you're a workaholic at least in my experience it's because you're trying to run away from something you know (laughs) if you can never be still Mm -hmm. it's because you're trying to run away from something you know and like I was working all the time but I was really tired and I would get so mad at myself because I was, and I'm trying to do all these things. And it's like, I'm trying to get these things done. I have time to rest, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I went to the functional medicine doctor mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, let's just, let's test your, um, your adrenals, which is like, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the adrenal, but that's what mm-hmm. produces the cortisol, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so sometimes your adrenals can be, it's, a, it's called adrenal fatigue. Because okay, yeah. they're so used to pumping out so much cor- so much cortisol that they they basically are depleted, mm. you know. So it's like that's why you're tired all the time. So I found out that my adrenals I had adrenal fatigue, mm. and so like you know we did like food sensitivity tests and like all these tests and cleaned up my diet and this and this and that, you know. Um, and I still didn't understand like why the hell do I have adrenal fatigue? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I didn't like. I didn't put two and two together until, um, I got pregnant Mm. and, you know, whenever I don't know anything about something and I'm, I'm really curious and, you know, like, I'll just like dive into like reading books, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just trying to find out as much information about it as I can to make myself feel prepared, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess that's just my anxiety. Looking Um, for a solution 
or what, exactly looking yeah. for a I was like, okay, this always. is what I do. You need, you need <laughs> I mean, this is this is me, and this is you get it. My husband doesn't get it because he's like, you're just creating problems. Like, no, no, no. I understand and I am aware there is an issue. What's gonna help ease my anxiety is somehow finding a solution to whatever yes. this kind of issue is, you know. So yes, or at least being able to understand it and become yes. and come like to a good place to it, like, okay, now I know what to expect. Uh-huh. And so you kind of like. Yeah, I guess it eases your anxiety a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I started learning, I started reading about, you know, pregnancy, of course. And then I started reading about like, because I'm like, I don't know how to raise a kid. I need to read about, I need to learn about how to raise a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> So I started reading about like childhood trauma and things mm-hmm. like that. And basically what not to do to your kids and, mm-hmm. you know, what causes trauma. Like, and I'm just like, holy shit no wonder why I'm so fucked up yeah <laughs> like in the head you know? yeah you know and my body doesn't feel basic you know my body doesn't feel safe enough to process these emotions because I was mm. never taught and you know mm-hmm. this and this and that and like so I learned so much and I went into like such a deep rabbit hole and that and then I think that like really helps me be like okay you know what like you need to just feel this shit like there's yep. no more running away from it because feel your you're feelings. literally yeah you literally need to calm the fuck down like or I'm like I'm basically killing myself you know like I gotta just stop Mm -hmm. so you know becoming pregnant and stuff like that like that's what it did it made me stop so when I would take a bath and I was like just me like you know I put on some candles some like meditation music you know because at the time I was also starting to you know meditate a lot I just put on some like meditation oh I would fall asleep to meditations that night and um so I was constantly like listening to that kind of music or something just calming you know mm-hmm. so I would put that on during a bath and my body would be like shaking because you know you're literally just there like with your head and um yeah all of these emotions just came out <laughs> you know and I was just like wow like and you know I felt so much better afterwards and I started you know just taking better care of myself and stop being so hard on me because you know I'm like so hard on me like even the lady who was doing my on my reading she was like I don't know if you know how hard you are on yourself and I'm like oh yeah I know mm-hmm. um because I'm so hard on myself and then I think a lot of times because I have such high expectations for myself that I carry that on to other people too. So yeah, just learning how to be gentler with myself, mm-hmm. you know, and being like, it's okay. Like, and getting to know the inner child and just, yeah, listening to her. And, you know, I know, <laughs> I know I'm getting so deep into things now, but, um, <laughs> but that's just how I am. I, I like getting really deep into things and, you know, really understanding things and, you know, so it's really helped me a lot, you know, mm-hmm. being gentler with myself and also with my son, you know, because if you can't do that with yourself, you know, um, you, you can't do that to anybody else. So True. it's helped me become so much more compassionate because I used to have like no compassion for people. You know, I mean, I had some compassion, but it was kind of like, get your ass up and just do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? Like no excuses. Like, come on, let's just do this. Like what's uh-huh. wrong with you? Like, you know, like I was just, I was a real bitch, but that's because well, I helped, like I said, yeah, I helped myself learned. to like, you know, you got to work, you got to work, you got to work for it. You know, it was just like, so I expected everybody else to do the same thing, but 
And then I, I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And then I would beat myself up because of that. Like, why are you depressed? You have nothing mm-hmm. to be depressed about. Hearing the things that I've heard while, you know, as a child and growing up, like your inner voices are the voices that you've heard from the people around you when you grew mm-hmm. up. So just realizing that those voices and everything were not mine, mm-hmm. that it, it's just a program at the age of seven, because your brain, your brain lengths, I'm sorry, your brain waves, like they change. Have you heard of this at all? No. Yeah. So your brain waves, they change. So like, um, from like when, certain years in childhood, like that's where you're, you're being programmed and your subconscious because your brain like waves. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that your brain mm-hmm. waves are just, they're indifferent. Like there's, um, the alpha or, you know, beta, like, um, like, bandwidth and stuff like Mm. that I don't know like I said I'm very like into science so everything was like so interesting you know I'm just learning about all that stuff and the science behind it I was so I don't know just intrigued by it I think in general it's just parents really don't understand how much children absorb and how much of your childhood affects you and I think not until maybe you go into therapy do you really start seeing that and I think it's important because you don't realize how many of these patterns are being repeated. So especially like for your own kids, it's like, all right, how do we break these generational traumas, curses? You know, how do we try to parent, you know, maybe in a way that we wish we could have had because maybe our parents didn't understand what they were doing and how their words affected us. (laughs) Right. And then just realizing that everything that they did had nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. you know like they also were traumatized and things like that so they were taught yeah so it was just it's all very interesting and then I've learned about like neuroplasticity you can basically rewire your brain and so that just made me very excited and um I don't know just the brain in general very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I guess like I could just kind of find it interesting. I feel like with what you're doing, it's almost kind of like, so it's taking a mix, you know? So, cause I remember I saw an Instagram post where you're like, it's necessary to do the inner work. Plant medicine can be used as a tool to assist our journey and self-love and discovery. So it's kind of like you're coming from like the healthcare industry of that mm-hmm. Western medicine where, you know, you've been told use the pharmaceuticals to cure that shoulder yeah. pain. Uh, but moving now to the plant-based like holistic relief, which is, you know, a lot of what our ancestors and maybe a lot of exactly. us, maybe even like our parents that made that part, maybe they do understand the plant medicine. And like, for me, I never went to like a traditional doctor when I was little, other than your immunization requirements. But most of my illnesses, you know, you're sick. My grandmother took us to the curandera down the street and she mixes her own type of natural remedy. So I wholeheartedly believe in that plant medicine. The tricky part now, I feel like sometimes with the Latinx culture is getting out of what you call, you know, that survival mode. And also addressing those emotional pains and stressors so you can heal from within. So it's like, how has addressing the emotional and mental health kind of issues allow you to heal in combination with that plant medicine, you know? I mean, yeah, just like you said, like, it's like going back to our roots, you know, like what our ancestors use and stuff. And also, like you said, you know, and also mixing in, like, there's a lot of healing we have to do. 
mm-hmm. you know, and like, I never went to the doctor myself when I was a child, except, you know, same, like just for my shots and, you know, that was it. And it wasn't until um, I finally got health insurance when I was a teenager that I started, I started having like, I felt like I was going to die. Mm-hmm. So I had my mom take me to the ER like three times, like in the middle of the night, because I literally thought I was dying. And I was only like 18, 19 at the time. Um, luckily I had insurance because that would have been really bad, but yeah, <laughs> it's like my body knew like, okay, you have insurance now. So now we can start <laughs> Yeah, yeah, taking care of some shit, you know? And I remember going to the doctor like almost every week, every few weeks, because I always felt like something was wrong with me. I thought something was wrong with my stomach. So I went through like all of these medical procedures and tests and, you know, labs and everything, just what was wrong Mm -hmm. and they could find that was wrong. And they were just like, it's all in your head. That's basically what the doctor told me. It's all in your head. So Mm -hmm. here, take some Zoloft or whatever it was at the time. And I started reading about like the side effects of Zoloft and I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm feeling this. Oh my God. I was like a huge hypochondriac. Yeah. And it would, and it kind of sucks because I was in college at the time, you know, taking like um, human biology and physiology and things like that. So I, I would like put two and two together and I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm fucking dying. Oh. I can't take this medicine. So like every few weeks it was like a new medication that they were prescribing me. And then they yeah. recommended that I go to psychiatrist. And then my grandparents and my mom at the time were basically telling me that I'm crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it is all in your head. Like, you need to stop with this, basically, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. so they weren't very supportive at all, because they didn't understand it as well. They were just kind of like, well, just deal with it, you know, like, stop complaining, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like, I, you know, did my own thing, like I always did, like, they would tell me one thing, and I'd be like, I ain't listening to them, I'm gonna do my own <laughs> thing, you know, like, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> it was a very mm-hmm. difficult teenager because, you know, I didn't have any guidance or anything like that. Like their kind of guidance is kind of like just lecturing you. Yeah. There was no like, how are you feeling? What do you want to no. know about this? You know, asking what you want to do. It was always like, no, this is what you're doing. I don't care if you're crying. I don't care if you don't like it. This is what you're doing. And then like what you were feeling, if you're crying, no, uh-uh, no crying. You want me to give you something to cry about? Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> What was I saying? So just very like harsh, but I was just like, you know what? Like, but I feel like I'm dying. So <laughs> I need to do something about this. So, you know, just through the years and I did see a psychiatrist and she diagnosed me with like bipolar. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to diagnose me that bipolar in like 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't fucking know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at the time I didn't understand it, but like right now thinking back on it is like, how are you going to diagnose somebody with bipolar in 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and just so I, you know, working in the healthcare industry as well is like, they're so quick to just like write mm-hmm. you medication, you know, or to give you a diagnosis. Yeah. Or to give you a diagnosis. I mean, it's all about money. It's a business, Yeah, you know, and me working in healthcare and just seeing like, just how we give away so much power to the healthcare system, because, you know, a lot of times, like my father, for example, you know, he was like, oh, I'm having these cramps in my calves. And uh, they said it's because I drink too much pop. And so they have, and I was like, well, then maybe you should stop drinking pop. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I just told him to give me a pill for it. You know, like, uh, so instead of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like fixing the root problem, it's like, okay, let me just pop a pill. 
so yeah, and then I started seeing a therapist and things like that, but I didn't understand still what was going on. Like I had no fucking clue. Like, yeah, I was just totally lost, but I just kept doing it, hoping that, you know, someday something will click and whatever. But yeah, so and it wasn't until like my late twenties that I, you know, I, um, I tried to commit suicide and I was at the lowest, lowest, lowest point in my life where I was just like, I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started seeing another therapist. And so, like I said, I like getting into books. I like reading about things. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the library mm-hmm. and I need some help. So let me get some of these self-help books, you know? And one book that I read, it was Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And then that's when I like, I read that book and it opened up my eyes so much as to like, okay, like I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. Like, these, this is what anxiety is, you know, mm-hmm. like, it was yeah. like, oh, my God, somebody's explaining it to me mm-hmm. in words that I can understand in the way that I can relate to it. Yes, yeah, but a journey. <laughs> yeah, I love that you're sharing kind of your personal, you know, therapy journey, because I feel like that's really important. And almost sometimes it can be a hard one to get into when you don't have that support, especially it in the latinx culture you know if you say you're going to therapy estás loca, you know like all exactly. those things but it's like you know what we all have issues we need to deal with and we should deal with in order to heal because like you said and i very much relate and especially with those fire replacements the air placements like mine it's work 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 avoid the feelings avoid the feelings and something as simple as shutting it off and having that bath time to just process and reflect you know it's that Mm -hmm. me time where you just turn it all off and you really just process everything I think is definitely very essential so it's kind of like your products in combination you know with kind of that self-love it is the self-love for yourself I think is very important for everyone to kind of lean in on I think especially you know if you're having that feeling of like I'm feeling lost or, you know, I don't know what to do, or I'm burnt out, I'm stressed, you know, it's, it's usually that root of the problem, you know, like, well, why are you feeling this way? And it really takes time to kind of get into that root of the problem. And a lot of the times, like you even said, reading the books, you know, learning more about it and even anxiety too. Same. I didn't understand. Like, you know, you've heard about anxiety, you know yeah. what it is, but for you, when you're getting like those coffee shakes and you're like, ah, I can't you know, do anything. You're yeah, just like, you oh. realize it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, that's what anxiety is. <laughs> yes. That's what I have had my whole life. But it's like, yeah if especially with parents they are like, if I can't see it, you're fine. You know, if it's something you can't mm-hmm. see the depression, you can't see it. She's just being floha. She's just, you know, in bed all day. You can't see it. But a lot, yes. a lot of it is mental, mental health, you know, and taking care of ourselves is so important. I personally love your product. So I first bought the cashmere whipped body butter Mm, during that mm -hmm. brutal Chicago winter. And it's that great thickness to kind of give moisture uh, you need. But I also like it specifically because it has that natural scent. So especially if you have like all those other things. Um, So I love it. The healing balm, I feel like has been amazing 
very recent, especially for my post pop-up events, you know, <laughs> if you're someone who does pop-ups, you realize just like in general, the mental and physical toll, yes. especially yes. physical toll. And, you know, I'm no spring chicken, so I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Yes. Um, and that has just been amazing. Also for my husband, who is the one who helps me load, unload and be at those, you know, bigger pop-ups, I feel mm-hmm. like. But that one, I feel like is just one, especially for like a lot of our family members and friends who we know who are always doing those like physical jobs who are on their feet mm-hmm. to like relieve that inflammation Um, and the CBD bath bomb. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm excited to use the bath bomb because I've tried bath bombs. They're great. But CBD mm-hmm. bath bombs, it's like relaxation on another level, that extra yes. relief of that stress. So from like your products, what was the first one that you came out with? And what is now maybe one of the most popular products? And like, who buys it? Um, so I started with the bath bomb. And oh, let me just backtrack a little bit from that too. Like, you know, maybe in my mid 20s or so, um, I started reading a lot about like clean beauty, or like all of these toxins and ingredients mm, in our, yeah. in our stuff, you know, so I was always trying to like, you know, clean it out, like, you know, I don't want, I want it to be as natural as possible. Mm-hmm. So like in my mind, I was like, Oh, one day, you know, I want to make my own stuff. So then I know what's in it. So, you know, now fast track, like 10 years later, you know, so I make sure that like, there's nothing bad in the products because I use it myself. Um, I use it on my son. I use it on my family. Like you said, like um, it's so, the healing bomb is just so easy. It like, it really helps. And that's, mm-hmm. that's why I, I started selling it because uh, my mom's boyfriend, he works at a factory and he was just like, you know, there's so many people that are in so much pain, you know? So I gave him that stuff and he used it and he was like, oh my God, I know so many people who could benefit from this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he was telling me how like a lot of people are in so much pain. And I like, he was saying some people use like WD-40 or something on their joints. Like I've never heard of that before. What the heck? Is and that? I was like just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to me, it was just like, oh my God, these, like, I feel so bad for people who, that really have to, they have to work. They have to do it because, you know, mm-hmm. they have to pay the bills. They, it's not like, you know, they, they probably don't have health care, so they can't mm-hmm. go in like, you know, they can't, probably can't afford like the best kind of shoes. And you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, so he was like, oh, I'm going to give these to people. So I gave him like a lot of samples and yeah. that's how it became very popular. And so, you know, that's when I was like, oh my God, I, I need to sell this. But yeah, it was the bath bomb that I started. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason I was, obsessed with bath bombs ever since I saw I went to a farmer's market and um I saw somebody selling like bath bombs and stuff like that and I was like oh my god this is so cute oh my god I want to do this you know so um so yeah I just became obsessed with the bath bombs and then I put the CBD in there and then I was like and then I you know started making the healing bomb um and then and then I was like I want to make a body butter so then I made the body butter but I would say right now my best seller are my bath bombs. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, my bath bombs and the healing bomb are for sure like the best sellers. Yeah, um, but then like you said, it's also it's like it's like okay, I want to make a bath bomb because they're cute and they are 
You can pick up like a $5, $10 bath bomb at Target. Same thing with like hand soaps. But like you said, they have a lot of toxins in there. The products that they use in there, you know, it smells good. It's cute, little pink color, you know, but there's, there's a difference. And there's a reason maybe why their price point is one versus your price point being another, like what really are the benefits of these two products, right? Yeah, exactly. And you get what you pay for, you know, so if you want to get a, a bath bomb that's full of chemicals and all of these, um, these ingredients that are probably going to, you know, not do any good to your skin, your skin's probably going to end up feeling worse, um, probably going to dry it out. You know, and then your body, your skin absorbs so much. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's the body's largest, largest organ. And there's so much. And so it absorbs a lot. So mm-hmm. all that other stuff that you're, you're using, you know, it's, it's going into your system, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and they, like, I have like a side by side comparison on like my Instagram of like, if you compare a drugstore bath bomb to like one that, you know, from Multa Magic, it's like you can't fucking compare the two. You know, sorry, I don't know if I should swear. Oh, <laughs> you no, just can't. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Um, you can't compare the two. And then the, you know, there's like I I use like uh, kale and clay. Um, I don't use any kind of um, artificial dyes. Like everything is like essential oils. Um, I don't use any coloring. Just some. I at one point I was using mica to like color the bath bomb that didn't that didn't go good with me either and I was just like I want a natural way to so everything is natural like mm. the only thing that's colored is the kaolin clay it's, it's a, a colored clay and there's also not only is there CBD in there but there's also arnica and ruda are in those are in my products what is that which uh ruda is like an herb okay arnica they're also they're both herbs that are for um that are used for their healing properties as well so they were used for years and years and years in like, you know, um, what our ancestors used mm-hmm. in herbal medicine, you know, and, and it's still being used today. Yeah. So that's also included in my bath bombs and my healing bomb. And so I think a lot of the benefits comes from those herbs as well. Mm-hmm. well so it's not just the CBD, you know? Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. it's finding that combination, you know, it's not like, just throwing things in a pot and mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And also, um, you know, people, some people use like an isolate or like a powder or something. Um, but I infuse the oils myself. So like, I don't even buy the oils or anything. I make it on my own. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of the benefits and the nutrients and stuff are, are is still in that oil as opposed to like, an isolate where it's just CBD and that's not all you're going to have like mm. with the oil that I use and I mean it has all the benefits from the plant in there mm-hmm. because it's you know freshly infused or whatnot Ooh, so I can't I can't wait to try I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, can't, I can't wait to see what you think I know. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to have to make myself a bath for this upcoming Hispanic Heritage Month because it is crazy, especially if you are, you know, a small business. And it's I mean, it's great. You know, it's being highlighted. We should highlight, you know, Latino owned businesses all year long. But you know what? Hey, (laughs) so I understand sometimes the overwhelm of it. Yeah. And, and the holidays are coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have like two pop ups scheduled already for the holidays um it's gonna be a busy busy time Mm -hmm. so remember to 
take your breaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of not taking care of myself as well. You know, um, sometimes I just get so on the, I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. I get it no matter what, like I gotta get something done, but then it's like, you know what? It's okay. Like if you have to disappoint somebody because, you know, you're not feeling well or whatever, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. like just getting out of like that people pleaser mode and, you know, and just thinking about yourself, not being selfish, you know, and. No, I mean, maybe even a little bit and that's okay to be a little bit selfish for yourself. Yeah. So like, yeah, because, you know, you're giving away so much energy, you know, it's like a lot of times you just have to keep it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's funny. Cause I feel like, especially with a lot of like wellness, self-care brands, like products like yours. It's funny because a lot of the times the people behind the scenes are making the products for a product that's supposed to be stress-free for someone because sometimes be stressful. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So now it's just more like, okay, learning what I can handle, you know, like not overwhelming myself, not trying to do 10 things at one time. Like, you know, I I have to slow down, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I'm getting older now. Like I'm not as quick as I was like, you know, when I was in my, you know, um, teens and twenties and like, yeah, I'm just slowing down and, um, taking my own advice. Mm-hmm. And is that, um, something you're still doing now, which is your full-time job and the business. And if so, like, how are you finding that balance? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I still work full-time. Um, and or how are you finding one... the time to still run the business <laughs> on the, also on top of your job and being a mom? You know, how are you finding that time management in a way that doesn't lead to stress? Which maybe sometimes a lot, a lot. So I only work three days a week, Okay, um, that's good. but it's still considered like I do 12 hour shifts. So, yeah. you know, it's um, so I have time on my days off to um, to do what I got to do finding something, finding something that works little by little. And especially as you kind of continue to grow, I think is important and just maybe prioritizing because at the end of the day, yes, you know, we live in a capitalistic society, so we need to pay the bills. (laughs) Understandably. And sometimes that's how you have to start with the full-time business and your side hustle. And little by little, as you kind of grow that, you know, how can you maybe move into that? Hopefully if that is your goal full time. And I met you through, like you said, doing pop-ups in the Chicagoland area. And you also sell your products online on your own mm-hmm. website. Um, but I saw that maybe you also might have some products in stores. Is that? Um, yeah, I actually yeah. just did a, a product drop, uh, drop off today. Um, so yeah, there's a couple stores. Yeah. Where can um, we find Mota Magic products in stores? So today I just dropped off at um, Wolfbait and okay. B-Girls. It's in Logan Square. Um, there's some of my products are in CBD Hutch, or I think they're High Heel Co. right now in Wicker Park. Okay. Um, there's another store called O&A, which is uh, by Ashland and I think North Avenue over there. Um, a yoga studio, um, The Groove Shy um on Pulaski oh yeah so and I'm working I'm working to try to get into some more um and I so I've also hired myself like um a business coach and she's been amazing helping me to okay what do I need to focus on that's going to give me you know make the best use of my time Uh uh-huh that's strategic see that's smart yeah yeah so like I said working on one thing at a time you know not trying Mm -hmm. to do 10 things all at once it's like okay 
right now I'm going to focus on this. And then once this is done, then I can move on to the other, you know? So it's been a lot, it's been feeling a lot less overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And recently I started like kind of taking the weekends off, you know, like just trying not to think about any, like my business or anything during the weekend. Um, It's been pretty good. Nice. Um, Listening to your own advice, right? (laughs) Listening to my own, exactly. Because I caught myself. I, uh-huh. I'm telling you, I caught myself. I was like, okay, I got to stop doing pop-ups. Uh-huh. All right, I stopped doing that. And then I got to stop, you know? And so like, so a lot of times it's good, you know, and I still see my therapist. So it's good to have like people to help guide you, you know, mm-hmm. that are on your side and that are, you know, um, and to help you realize things, you know, mm-hmm. and to help you not only realize it, but to give you the tools to stop the overwhelm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And things like that. So yeah. And it's maybe not even stopping the pop-ups It's maybe more so being more strategic about like which pop-ups are worth your time and energy because it is a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot on the body too. So, you know, it's kind of, it's just being more strategic with the amount of time that you have, because yeah, like even if you do it full time, there's still not enough time in the day. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, it's, it is. And like I said, I'm an introvert. So it's definitely more people, draining. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so it's like, I have to just take a break from like just socializing period because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do, I do love my alone time and that's when like I recharge and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. So just recharging from being out there, you know, putting myself out there because that's super scary. Like it's, yeah. I'm not the person to put myself out there like that, but mm-hmm. you know, through this past year, you know, I've, I've grown so much. I've learned a lot. I would have never thought I would be doing this, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager or whatever, because I was, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of public speaking. No, no. Um, but you know, you just have to push yourself and that's draining too, when you're doing something that you're not used to. Um, yeah. And trying to raise a son and, and trying to heal your inner child and trying, you know what I mean? Yeah. And working full time. And it's just, it's a lot. But yeah, pushing yourself and getting more uncomfortable, that's probably what's going to help you grow. And even for me, I'm an exactly. extrovert. I'm an extrovert. And, you know, being on, that's draining to me. So I can only imagine for an introvert. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that from other extroverts too. And I'm just like, okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So really just as you grow, finding where, you know, to put like, you know, you look at that pie, you know, what percentage do I put into pop-ups? What percentage do I put into social media, online sales? And especially also it's a lot when you're the maker too, you know, so at what point do you start getting help out? So it's, it's a lot. It's, there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle of entrepreneurship. (laughs) So many pieces, you know, and like I said, I'm very grateful that I get to work with a coach who helps me you know, to be like, okay, you don't need to focus on that right now. Let's just focus Mm -hmm. on this, you know? And, um, so just little by little, you know, like I just finished putting together my Etsy shop, um, (laughs) and like in doing the webs and just hiring people too. Like, and I'm still looking for help, you Mm -hmm. know, like eventually I would like to hire somebody to like, you know, help me make the products and help me to ship. And, you know, just, there's so many things that Mm -hmm. I could use some help. Um, so eventually, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll uh, be able to hire somebody little by little, little by little. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, so last question before we get into our fun lightning round type questions, if you can share, what goals do you have for yourself? Um, I would like to 
work on the business a little bit more and go part-time for um, in my job right now. I like to just do that part-time and focus more on the business. Hopefully get into more stores. I'm working on a new product. So yeah, you got you got one of the first ones because I haven't released it yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully just growing. Yeah, I really want to grow. And like I said, and hire people. And um, I don't know about opening up my own shop, but I would like to work less on my other job. <laughs> Only because yeah. it's, it's so it's so physically draining on me. Like, yeah, it's a physical job. Like, you know, in the pandemic, I wasn't able to work from home. It was like, I still mm-hmm. had to go to the hospital. I had to be there, you know, like, and it's, it's, um, and I work with very sickly patients. And mm-hmm. so that's draining yeah. working a little bit less, maybe even going full-time. I'm not, I mean, quitting it all together and going full-time. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we shall, uh, follow, yeah, we'll find follow out. and see. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll dun, be dun, dun. Just, just like you guys are because I don't know I'm just kind of like all right whatever comes I don't know to be continued <laughs> yeah exactly to be continued nice awesome yeah. love it I mean hey those are goals and hopefully you'll figure out a plan you know how to bring those into fruition well I do do Reiki sessions oh nice um, so I would like to do that more as well so I would like to do more Reiki sessions um and yeah, just get away from work. <laughs> get away from the hospital. Yeah, follow your passions instead. Do what you exactly. love. Do what you love full time. That's a good goal. I like that. Yeah. I believe in that. <laughs> you yeah, can do it. for sure. You can you, do I it. mean, you're doing it as well. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't planning on it this early, but you know what? I went with it and how it and we're just like, you know what? Let's just ride it. Let's just ride it. This is the yeah, moment. You, you've been doing amazing work. Like, thank you. I've been following you, you know, since a year now and I can see how much you've grown and um, just seeing all the other girls and all the other people that I've met you know and it's just like seeing everybody grow is just makes me so happy and excited for everybody you Mm -hmm. know like we're doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and um and the people who are not as passionate I feel like those are the ones that get weeded out Mm -hmm. you know what I mean not weeded out but you know yeah they they just kind of give up I guess you could say I don't Mm -hmm. know Um, it's it's hard to keep going or I guess you can kind of see a difference sometimes like if you remember your why if you have a why basically the why is what's going to help you keep going and growing because sometimes yeah it is someone's like oh this is easy like you know I can just sell xyz product but there's a lot more that goes into it it's not just a product it is a brand it is there's just so much and Sometimes people don't want to deal with that. They just want to sell. They just want to sell, generate exactly. some revenue. So they're just in it for the, they're just in it to, for the money, you know, yeah. a lot of times. And I mean, that's, that's how I got into my work into healthcare was just for the money, you know, and because I like science and stuff. But I mean, if you were to ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wouldn't say, oh, I want to work in x-ray and MRI. Like, I don't, you know, like mm-hmm. it, was, it was just more just it's to pay the bills, but yeah. you know, um, yeah like I just I don't know I'm not in a competition with anybody like yeah no and I think that makes a difference when you find that's why it's so important we're like I'm gonna start a business it better be something you're very passionate about because it is gonna get hard it is not gonna be easy and you're gonna want to quit and if it's not something you're not you're passionate about guess what yeah you are just gonna be like you know what's probably not worth it yeah and that's a good thing I mean you know that that's not for you you Mm -hmm. know um but yeah like 
just being passionate, I think goes, goes a long way as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So before we end, let's do these lightning round questions. So first answer that maybe comes to mind, feel free to expand if you want to a little bit. First question is who is someone that inspires or motivates you? So this is hard because I didn't grow up with, um, with anybody that I inspired or that I looked up to. I, I you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have any mentors, you know, mm-hmm. um, or who I wanted to be like, the first person who comes up is like a celebrity and it's JLo. Hmm. Um, Cause she's a because... Leo sun Scorpio moon too. No. <laughs> oh, is she? I mean, yeah. that would be interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. Because, <laughs> right? um, you get so it. when, you know, when I was a teenager, like there was no Latinas, you know, mm-hmm. that are successful or whatever. So she kind of like, yeah, she worked her ass off and she's still working her ass off. And just being who she is, who she wants to be. And, um, and she's 50 something now and looking amazing. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna look like JLo when I'm that age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. She just, she motivated, not motivated me, but I guess you could say I looked up to her like, okay, yeah, like we can do it. You know, like, cause back in the day, you didn't see any Latinas doing anything, you know, um, like, everybody was super skinny you know like that was in the 90s that was the thing like everybody mm-hmm. was super skinny if you had curves it was like oh you're fat or mm-hmm. you know and just to see it now like that's like what's trending right now and it's just like oh finally my body type is trending you know mm-hmm. like because <laughs> back in the day like I didn't ha- we didn't have anything that looked like us you yep. know like I remember like 17 magazines or like all these other teeny bopper magazines mm-hmm. like nobody in these magazines looked like me and I couldn't relate to anybody you know so JLo was kind of like uh you know oh wow yeah Latinos can do it too you know mm-hmm. yeah she's definitely I feel like been a, a trailblazer um yeah. for us so yeah I definitely agree with JLo as well okay next question yeah. what is your favorite me time activity Beth <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say Beth <laughs> Baths for sure, but I also like hiking. I mm, like um me too. I like being in nature. My family and I, we went to the botanic gardens uh last weekend. Mm-hmm. And um I just I love those kind of places where it's just like a sanctuary, like and it's just nature and it's quiet and you know, just getting away from the city and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like hiking. I really like hiking, like I, I know that's not hiking, but that's just an example of like just being in nature and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, being in Colorado, like oh, I love Colorado. Oh my god, me too. Especially like, coming from Chicago, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah! Like I was just like the first time I went there, I I told my boyfriend like we're moving here, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But you know, it's not that easy to just pick up and leave. Mm-hmm. Um. So I like uh, I like hiking. Nice. Just me- same same. And, yeah. Okay, next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? To believe in yourself, I believe. Mm. Yeah. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? Make sure it's something you really want to do. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, but if you're willing to do the work and you're willing to do what it takes to make a successful business, then go for it. You really, you really have to want it. You really, really have to want it because there's so much work that needs to be done. So if you're really not, if you're just like, eh, then I, I, I would advise not to do it. Mm-hmm. Or you'll find out very quickly that yeah. you don't want to do it. <laughs> Same with you sometime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Okay, next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? This can be a book, a podcast, app, etc. Well, I've read many books. One of the major books, well, I think I've mentioned it earlier, um, a major book for me was Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And mm-hmm. then another game changer for me was The Body Keeps the Score. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if you've read that, but it's mm-hmm. very interesting. It, 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 to me, it just opened up my eyes so much to like what really happens and how your body doesn't forget things. Like your mm-hmm. mind will forget things, but your body remembers. And final question, where can listeners connect with you online? So drop all the handles, websites, where can they they find you? (laughs) So Instagram, uh, it's just mota.magic. So mota, M-O-T-A dot M-A-G-I-C-K. Don't forget the K at the end. Um, Or I have my own website, which is www.multamagic.com. I think I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I think I think you are. You are. You are. <laughs> yeah. So that's just multi magic on TikTok. Um, nothing really exciting, but hopefully, eventually, we'll we'll have something exciting on there. And on Facebook, multi magic. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. Nice. Who knows later? But I will link all of those in the show notes so you guys can follow and check out some of the products on a line. And you know what? Thank you so much, Diana, for joining us on the Work Miha podcast. And for everyone listening, make sure to tune in and listen to more inspiring and amazing mujeres. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.